When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And a good afternoon. I hope everybody is having a great day. What a mess in Philadelphia with the Philadelphia 76ers and Ben Simmons. We talk about that great game last night with Tennessee edging Buffalo when they stopped Buffalo on a fourth and short when Buffalo was trying to go in for the go-ahead score. Really good game. Uh, Thursday night football, you've got Denver at Cleveland. Some question about Baker Mayfield, uh, but uh, reports are that he will try to play. He's got a shoulder issue. It's on his off-shoulder Uh, but Mayfield does expect to play. How about Ben Simmons getting kicked out of practice today? You absolutely can't make this stuff up. What a malcontent. What an embarrassment. Seriously, what a spoiled little brat Ben Simmons is. And you got to love Joel Embiid. He was asked about speaking to Simmons, and he responded, it isn't my job to babysit. How beautiful is that? It's not my job to babysit. And then he was asked later uh, more questions. I'm talking about Joel Embiid, about Simmons. And he said, quote, at this point, I don't care about that. Whatever he wants. That's not my job. That's the front office's job. I'm only focused on trying to make the team better, win some games, play hard every night, try to lead the guys we have here. And I'm sure they feel the same way because our chemistry has been excellent despite everything that's been happening the past few months. So like I said, I don't really care. I love that. That's a great job right there by Joel Embiid. What, what a joke Ben Simmons is. Seriously, what an embarrassment. And listen, I've been, over the, I've been all over the place when it comes to Simmons. You know, a couple of months ago, I said, hey, if you're a team like Sacramento, roll the dice. You know, you, you've got to make a move uh, to become a playoff team and get out of the long doldrums. But I got to tell you, after watching Simmons and his actions the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't want Ben Simmons anywhere near my franchise. I wouldn't want him anywhere near my locker room. I would not want somebody that is that unprofessional, that unhappy, that just uh, immature. I I wouldn't want that guy on my basketball team. And I'll tell you, I don't think Simmons is ever going to play for Philadelphia. I know one thing. He's not playing in the game tomorrow night because he has been suspended for conduct detrimental to the team. Do you know he's given up $227,000 because he didn't feel like doing drills today? Now think about that. Just just try to comprehend that for a moment. You're going through the motions in practice. You don't really want to be there. You're not talking to anybody. You don't want to do the drills. So you get kicked out of practice and suspended for the game tomorrow night. And you give up $227,000. You know what that is? That's an insult to all of us that pay to go watch games or spend our time watching them on TV. 
what Ben Simmons has done, he's insulted us. That's exactly what he's done. And he's making a mockery out of the situation. And and if he does play in Philadelphia, it will be one of the all-time boo fest in the history of that city. And that's saying something. You know what I'd like to see? If Ben Simmons gets traded to another team, I would love to see that fan base boo Ben Simmons. I don't want to see that fan base cheer Ben Simmons. Why would you be cheering a malcontent and a, and a guy that is a spoiled, spoiled 25-year-old? Why would you cheer for someone who has four years left on a $144 million deal, who shows up for work late after contending and telling everyone he's not going to report, then does report, goes through the motions. Yesterday, he had a cell phone in his self in his uh, sweatpant pocket while he was practicing. I mean, how embarrassing is that? Seriously, how embarrassing is that? You want that guy on your team? And Ben Simmons will play at some point. And I would love to see the new fan base boo him off the floor. That would be sending the message. What a great message that would be. Could you could you think of a better message to send a spoiled, malcontent like Ben Simmons? Would that not be a great message? I, I would love that. But again, the quote by Joel Embiid, but at the end of the day, our job is not to babysit somebody. We get paid to produce on the court, go out, play hard, win some games. I, I love that. That is absolutely beautiful by Joel Embiid. That's what we get paid for. We don't get paid to come out here and try to babysit somebody. So that's not our job. And I'm sure my teammates feel <laughs> that way. Seriously, we're talking about the NBA here. We're not talking about grade school. You know, we're not talking about junior high. We're talking about the NBA in Philadelphia. Let me read that paragraph again because you just can't make this up. But at the end of the day, our job is not to babysit somebody. We get paid to produce on the court, go out, play hard, win some games. That's what we get paid for. We don't get paid to come out here and try to babysit somebody. So that's not our job. And I'm sure my teammates feel the same way. Is that just a classic or what? Think about that. You t- you got one NBA player talking about that, another NBA player. And with that, a three-time All-Star in Ben Simmons. Wow. Again, you really can't make that up. I get a kick out of that. I really do. I get, you know why I'm laughing? I'm laughing because I can't believe it. That That's really why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I just cannot believe this. I, I, I really just am blown away. I was, I've been in professional sports, you know, since the 80s. And I've seen a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong. And I've seen a lot of immature and things that you would not believe. Trust me. I mean, I, I, I've, I've seen things that would blow your mind. Okay. I really have. But I don't know if I can really relate to anything that I'm I'm comparing to Ben Simmons to. I, it's just unbelievable. So if you want to get on, uh, raise your hand, hit your hand icon, and I'll get you right on if you want to talk about that. Uh, the Kings uh, begin tonight, two games tonight. You have uh, Brooklyn at Milwaukee, and then you have Golden State uh, and the L.A. Lakers. And then, you know, most of the other teams uh, start playing uh, tomorrow. Your schedule uh, tomorrow night, Sacramento at Portland. Denver at Phoenix, that is a very, very good opening game. Denver at Phoenix. Then you have Oklahoma City at Utah. Spurs play host to the Magic. Philly in New Orleans. Houston is at Minnesota. Memphis hosts Cleveland. 
Washington at Toronto. Boston travels to the Garden to take on the Knicks. Chicago at Detroit. And then Indiana at Charlotte. And then a couple of teams do open up their season on Thursday, one being Miami. Uh, they play at home against Milwaukee. Atlanta is at home against Dallas. So both Dallas and Atlanta playing their first games uh, on Thursday night. Miami opening up their season on Thursday night uh, against Milwaukee. And then the Clippers are at Golden State. So that is your schedule in the uh, NBA. The Kings' first home game is on Friday against the uh, Utah Jazz. All right. So uh, they play the Jazz. The Jazz opening up tomorrow night at home against Utah. So no back-to-back there. Uh, The Kings will be taking on uh, the Jazz uh, on uh, Friday. Also a very good game too, because I say good game because, you know, you, you know, the Lakers now with Russell Westbrook and healthy, they're going to be at home uh, taking on the Phoenix Suns. So pretty tough schedule for the Suns coming out of the gate. Denver at home and then uh, at the LA Lakers. And then the very next night, all right, the very next night, Phoenix goes to Portland. So that's a heck of a schedule. It really is. That's a, that, that's a heck of a way uh, to start the season. If you are the Phoenix Suns, Denver at home, then on uh, Friday night at the Lakers, and then the next night at Portland. That's a heck of a schedule right there. That is a heck of a schedule. So if you want to talk about the Kings or anything else going on in the NBA, we'll do that. Last night's NFL game was a dandy. Uh, Boy, how good is Derrick Henry? Seriously, how good is that guy? I mean, he is the real freaking deal. That's a huge win for Tennessee because – you know, they, they got off to that slow start this year. And when I say slow start, they lost to Arizona. Then they won uh, a road game at Seattle. But now they're firmly in control of that division uh, at four and two. You know, they beat the Colts in week three. But then, you know, I said they, they got off to it. They should never have lost to the Jets. I don't know how they lost to the Jets. They lose to the Jets 27-24. Uh, now they have won against Jacksonville and, and Buffalo. But that's a big-time quality win last night. Uh, against the Buffalo Bills. And now they've got a big test uh, again coming up, uh, taking on the Chiefs uh, on uh, Sunday. So if you want to talk about the NFL, we'll do so. Uh, Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will get you right on. Uh, Baseball, the National League resumes uh, in L.A. Uh, That game is underway. The uh, Dodgers able to strike first in that ballgame as uh, Seager with the two-run homer. uh, And it is now 2-0, that ballgame. Uh, in the uh, top of the third. Would someone explain to me why the Dodgers and the Braves are playing an afternoon game when the Red Sox and the Astros are playing a night? I I mean, again, I understand what the reason it's TV, but how stupid is that? Seriously. Ridiculous. Just makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. But that's the schedule. Again, Houston uh, and Boston, uh, after losing game one, uh, the Red Sox have come back Uh, And they've taken a two games to one lead. Zach Greinke on the hill uh, for uh, the Astros tonight. That's a huge game for Houston. I don't see them coming back uh, from 3-1 against uh, Pavetta. So uh, Greinke on the hill, a big game tonight for the Astros, trying to even up that series at two game apiece. And obviously, you know, the Dodgers now in a position after losing the first two games on the road. Uh, this is a huge game, too. And again, they did jump out. Seager, Corey Seager with a two-run blast. Uh, that ball game has now gone middle three, uh, and it is two-nothing. Other baseball news, it looks like uh, Aaron Boone is going to be back with the Yankees. Why? I don't really understand. I, I don't understand why Aaron Boone is being retained as manager of the Yankees. Uh, I really don't. I don't. You know, the Yankees owner 
uh, Hal Steinbrenner says that the, he demands better. Demand better, you think? You want you want you want to demand better? Get get a new general manager. Get rid of Brian Cashman. All right, really. If you want to really do better, get a new general manager and get a new manager. That's what you need to do. That's exactly uh, what you need to do. All right, a little NBA preview coming up on my podcast Friday. Jerry Reynolds is going to join me on my podcast Friday. Today on my podcast, I talked about the uh, just double standards that the National Football League has with their messaging. I don't know what their messaging is anymore. I really don't. Do you know what the NFL's messaging is anymore? Do you know what the NFL stands for? Do you know what the NFL believes in? Do you know what the NFL is trying to get across? I I don't. You know, I I spent my whole podcast uh, talking about that today. I really don't know. I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you what the NFL stands for and what their messaging is. I I really don't know. I I don't. I think Roger Goodell uh, needs to be replaced. Uh, I think the NFL is lost. And when I mean lost, I think they need a new direction. I think Roger Goodell's time has come and gone. And I think that there needs to be some fresh blood running the uh, National Football League office. I know a lot of people have talked, you know, about Peyton Manning. I don't think Peyton wants the job, but how great would he be as a commissioner of the National Football League? And again, I'm not saying it's an easy job. Don't get me wrong, because I don't think being a commissioner of any sport is an easy job. You know, it might be an easy job when you go to buy a house because, you know, you're making $30 million a year, but it's not an easy job. It really isn't. There, there's a lot that comes with being uh, a sports commissioner because basically, you know, you work for the owners, but you also have to, you know, maintain the integrity of the league, which I don't think uh, Roger Goodell has done at all. I think he's done a horrible job, an awful job. Like, about, I think he's done about as bad a job uh, as you can do. And again, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's, it's, it's awful. Absolutely awful. So if you want to get in and talk about that, uh, hit that and hand icon, uh, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you uh, right on. NFL, as I told you, starting up again uh, on Thursday with Denver at Cleveland. Uh, Baker Mayfield, they're, they're reporting that it looks like he will not need a season-ending surgery on his shoulder. But that's obviously a very big concern moving forward for Cleveland, who, by the way, as we all know, they got beat badly by the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, there are a lot of teams uh, that can say that. But Arizona went into the dog pound, and they spanked the uh, Cleveland Browns. So you have Denver at Cleveland. Then your early games on Sunday, you've got Washington at Green Bay. Kansas City travels to Tennessee. Maybe 25,000 people will show up in uh, Miami to watch the Falcons uh, and the Dolphins. Uh, The Jets and the Pats in New England. Carolina at New York, you might have 40,000 at that game uh, to take on the Giants. Cincinnati travels to Baltimore. Your late games, Vegas hosts the Eagles. Detroit is at the Chargers. Arizona home to Houston. Tampa hosts Chicago. Indianapolis travels to San Francisco for your Sunday night game. And your Monday night matchup has New England and Seattle. Your teams that have a bye this week, Buffalo, Dallas, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, uh, the Chargers, and Jacksonville. So that's your schedule this week in the National Football League. Uh, Again, six teams with buys. Buffalo, Dallas, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, uh, Los Angeles, and Jacksonville. And now when you look at the standings, you know, in the NFL, you've got Buffalo with that loss last night. They play in such a bad division. No question 
They're going to win that division. Baltimore is cruising at 5-1. and one. Tennessee's going to win the AFC South. AFC West completely up for grabs with the Chargers and the Raiders. I would not count out Kansas City. Dallas is going to win the NFC East. Uh, Green Bay is going to win the NFC North. Tampa is going to cruise to the South. And in the West, I mean, it's going to be the Cardinals uh, or the Rams. Let's get to uh, some people here, some calls right here on Listen App, and we get to John. Hello, John. Thanks for uh, checking in. How are you today? I'm good, Grant. How are you? Good. So uh, on on Ben Simmons, I wanted to say that uh, he is being immature, but um, it's also, in my opinion, uh, calculated. He's trying to, you know, be a distraction or, or an issue so that Maury will be more inclined to trade him. Yeah, but that's wrong. But it, it, it's unethical. It's unprofessional. It goes against everything that being a professional athlete uh, is about. It's it, it's as unprofessional as you can get. I understand why he's doing it, but that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it acceptable, nor does it make it, uh, you know, this is professional sports here. He's got a contract. He's got a four-year contract for $144 million. That's not the way you go about your profession. That's not the way you handle your business. There are other ways to get traded. That's not the way to do it. Yeah, I guess no argument there. I just wanted to, I didn't hear that, that, you know, that it was, there was a decision on his part, not just like, he's not just, you know, just causing, throwing a temper tantrum. He's trying to do something particular, but yeah, I agree with you that it's, it's not professional. That's for sure. I mean, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis didn't want to be in New Orleans anymore, but Anthony Davis went out and played and played hard every night. Okay, he didn't want to be there anymore, and I got I got on Anthony Davis for that. But at least he didn't act unprofessional. He didn't act like a malcontent. What Ben Simmons is doing, John, goes against every single principle that we think of when we think of professional athletes. And I'll tell you what else it is: it's a real slap in the face to the paying uh, public, to the customer of your sport. I mean, it really is. You're getting paid. Think about this, John. He's going to get suspended for the game tomorrow night, and he's giving up. Two hundred and twenty-seven or two hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars because they didn't want to practice today because he was a malcontent. That's a slap in the face to the paying customer. It's almost like, oh, you know what? It's only two hundred twenty-seven thousand. No big deal. I mean, it's embarrassing for it's embarrassing, John. Hey, okay, yeah, no, no argument there, Grant. Uh, I wanted to come to talk to you though because um, something came out a couple minutes ago. I know you're in the middle of a live broadcast, yeah. but. Um, uh, from the account XL SM, or uh, you can just check Woj's latest tweet sure. about Marvin Bagley. I know you like to do. You wanted to do breaking news sometimes. I know you don't have a chance to read it right now, but um, maybe tomorrow, or whatever, you can check it out to talk about it tomorrow. Well, go ahead. Tell me what tomorrow. do you say? Because I'm in the middle of doing a show, and I, I don't, I don't have the ability. So, can you please tell me what it was? Sure. Well, it's a paragraph by Jeff Schwartz, which is Bagley's agent. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can Jeff read it all if you want. He says, uh, "Sacramento has informed Marvin Bagley he is not." in the opening night rotation, which is completely baffling. It's clear they have no plans for him in the future, and yet passed some potential deals at last year's deadline and this summer based on quote-unquote value. Instead, they chose to bring him back but not play him, a move completely contradictory to their quote-unquote value argument. This is a case study of mismanagement by the Kings organization, Jeff Swartz. So That's a great job on your part. Um, I, I just brought it up as you're reading that. Thank you very much. And that's what I love about being live is – you know, we can talk about these things. All right. So based on what you just read, and by the way, thank you for bringing that to my attention. It's greatly appreciated. As you said, it was literally five minutes ago because I have it in front of me. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's actually, he's actually got a point, in my opinion, the, the agent. I mean, they, they're saying they want to get good value for Baggy, but if they don't value him highly enough to have him in the open net rotation, then maybe, I mean, he's got a good point, I feel like. I mean, I know it's not going to be popular with Kings fans and, um, but I think he's got a good point. I mean, I know he didn't play. Trading. 
you know, in the preseason game up in Portland, sore knee. And, you know, I don't know if they're getting tired of that. Uh, but you're right. Um, according to what you just said, and for those that are just joining us, and you, you, and again, thank you very much for bringing that to my attention. Sacramento is in four, Marvin Bagley. He is not in the opening night rotation, which is completely baffling. It's clear they have no plans for him in the future, and yet passed on potential deals at last year's deadline and this summer based on value. Instead, they chose to bring him back but not play him. I A move completely contradictory to their value and their argument, this is a case study in management by the Kings organization, mismanagement. So, yeah, good job right there. That's Jeff Schwartz, right, the agent. You know, he also represents uh, Harrison Barnes. Um, he also represented Harry Giles, who's no longer with the Kings. But Jeff Schwartz uh, also represents Harrison Barnes. So, very interesting. Great job on your part, John. You make some very good uh, comments there. I don't understand that. I'm going to look into this. That doesn't make sense to me. You know, doesn't make sense to me, John. Okay. All right. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Hey, what do you think about that? You know, breaking news, thanks to John, right here on Listen App. Let's talk about that. What do you think? What What do you think about that? I mean, so Mormon Bagley is not good enough to be in the opening night rotation. Forget about starting. How about that? How about that? That's big time news, is it not? Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. That's surprising to me. I got to tell you, I'm very surprised by that. You know, I thought Marvin Bagley would start. You know, this is a make or break year for him. Well, what that means is he's on the move. And I'll tell you this. I don't think there's any way in the world Philadelphia is making a trade, you know, with Marvin Bagley, including with Ben Simmons. but. Uh, I, I don't know what to think anymore because this is the, – the Kings are in the air right now flying to Portland, and I, I can't even imagine. I really can't. I, I can't imagine Marvin Bagley's father and what he's going to do on social media. Seriously, can you imagine what social media is going to be like tomorrow when Marvin Bagley does not play in Portland? How about that? And here's here's something else. If the Kings lose in Portland, and by the way, for the record, I think you're going to beat Portland tomorrow night. If they lose tomorrow night, you know what's going to happen out of the Bagley camp, right? You and I both know. You and I both know. So this is very, very interesting development coming out of Sacramento Kings camp. Very interesting indeed. And for Jeff Schwartz, to say that the agent for Marvin, um, you know, it's also interesting. So basically, he admitted there were deals on the on the table involving Marvin Bagley last February at the trade deadline, and in this summer, and Monty McNair said no. How about that? That's exactly what that's telling you. I don't know what to think anymore. I really don't. You know, Marvin's entering a big year. The Kings did not pick up, a, you know, an extension, which nor should they have. I talked about this on a rant the other day. But now the Kings take on the Blazers tomorrow. And, I, again, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Marvin. But what I do know is this is going to be a big-time embarrassment for him. This is going to be an embarrassment. When you look at what DeAndre Ayton, who also did not get a rookie extension, when you look at what – 
Trey Young is done and Luke is done and Jaron Jackson just signed for $105 million. And you got Marvin Bagley who's not going to even be able to get on the floor. That's very interesting. That's a very, very interesting development. Very interesting. Al, you're on with Grant Napier. Go ahead, Al. Hey, Nate, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. I heard that. I didn't get to hear the gist of the of this news, but the, what was the? The gist the of the news is the agent that represents Marvin Bagley, Jeff Schwartz, came out and said that Marvin has been informed that he's not part of the opening night rotation in Portland tomorrow. And Jeff is very upset and said that, you know, the Kings had a chance to trade uh, Marvin at the deadline last year and during the summer, and they didn't. And they and Jeff Schwartz calls the uh, uh, Kings organization a mismanaged front office. How much stock can we put into an agent's? Oh, well, Jeff Schwartz uh, is extremely reputable. Uh, he's very, he? he's a very, very respected agent. So I would, I would put a lot into it. Okay. All right. Well, then you think the, the Kings might be, I don't know if you've heard anything, but asking too much. Well, I'm sure they are. I mean, I'm sure they are, but you're not going to get a lot from Marvin Bagley because he's been hurt a lot and we don't know what his potential is because he hasn't been on the court long enough. Exactly. And, you know, it's a situation with the same with uh, DeAndre Ayton with the Suns. I mean, I've heard something that he wants to success. His isn't the same as. DeAndre Ayton's proven that he's a, a, a bona fide starter in the NBA. Now, the Suns did not give him a extension so he will be a, a restricted free agent next year and the Suns can match any offer that he would get but I would DeAndre Ayton you can't compare to Marvin Bagley DeAndre Ayton was a starting player on a team that went to the NBA finals last year and was a you know played very very well is he an all-star no but he's a big part of the Phoenix Suns Marvin Bagley you can't say that about okay so it's not about he's got they just don't want to the Suns apparently don't want to extend him a year early when they could, but they're going to wait on it. That's correct. And then get it done the following year, which. Uh, yeah, I they'll either it. match an offer or they'll give them a deal. They're not going to let them walk for nothing. That's for sure. Boy, what a mess. I mean, the I know. Kings, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to sell market your, your product. And now he's not, even, he's going to be on the bench. Well, I mean, you know, if you, if the Kings win, no one's going to care whether Marvin Bagley's playing or not. But, uh, you know, that's the, no one's going to care. If the Kings go up and beat Portland tomorrow night and play very well and Bagley doesn't play, no one's going to care that Marvin Bagley didn't play. If the Kings go up there and lose and, you know, Marvin's father goes on social media and goes ballistic because his son didn't play, then all of a sudden it becomes another distraction for the team. So it's all based on whether you win or lose. It's It's that simple. Yeah, what I meant by the product, I mean, don't you think you think maybe they should have let Bagley start and maybe he plays well? In the meantime, that might push his value up a little bit. You know, that's for, it, yes, in a perfect world, but maybe Luke Walton feels that Marvin in training camp doesn't deserve minutes, that he didn't earn his minutes, and that that's- you know he didn't get he didn't get the job done in preseason. Uh, I know Luke very well. I know what what he's thinking, and Luke's entering the third year of his fourth year deal, and Luke understands that the team doesn't play notice to be better this year he's not going to have a job so you know luke's coaching for his livelihood too you got to factor that into it i hear you one quick comment yeah. thank you for all that i didn't request um you know everybody's questioning mcdermott going for it last night in the in the game which was a great game but I don't. for me yeah. ever since uh uh the eagles and peterson went out all out in the super bowl a couple years ago for me it seems like a lot of coaches are just going for it now well on the road the particularly games. 
I, I think on the road you go for it. I, I really do. You, you, you've got a half a yard to win the game, basically, because if they make the first down, they're going to win the game. If you told your team before they got on the airplane in Buffalo, hey, guys, we're going to win the game if we make a half yard, every single player would go, yep, let's go for it. So, yeah. I don't have a problem with this decision. Anyway, thanks no. for the, taking my call. Have a great night. Hey, thank you, Al. I appreciate it very much. All right, if you want to get on, raise your hand. Uh, again, the Marvin Bagley news is uh, the agent, uh, Jeff Schwartz, who, by the way, is an excellent agent. I mean, just uh, there's no issues there at all. Uh, he's a big-time agent. Uh, and, again, uh, he represents uh, Harrison Barnes uh, as well. But, you know, Jeff Schwartz saying that the Kings have informed Marvin Bagley, uh, he is not going to be part of the opening night rotation. Now, here's what's going to be interesting. Let's say the game is a blowout tomorrow, right? And Luke Walton, with uh, four minutes left to go in the game, calls on Bagley to play. Bagley going to go into the game? I mean, I think he will, but keep your eye on that. That's big-time news. By the way, uh, tonight the, the NBA does get underway. It's opening night, Brooklyn at Milwaukee. Uh, and Golden State is at the L.A. Lakers. But, uh, again, the news, uh, John, a caller earlier, uh, talked about Jeff Schwartz, the agent for Marvin Bagley, talking about his client has been informed that he's not going to be part of the opening night rotation. That doesn't mean he's not starting. It means he's not playing. That's what it means means Luke's going with probably 10 guys, and Marvin's not one of his top 10 guys. I find that hard to believe, i got to be honest with you. But I also will tell you, it's based on preseason and the mindset that this team's trying to move forward with. And stay tuned, as they say. Stay tuned. Because I can't believe Marvin Bagley is long for uh, Sacramento. And here's the other deal. You know, Marvin has not helped himself out in this situation. You know, with social media this summer, and everything else, hey, you know, that's the way it is. You're going to walk the walk, right, or talk talk to talk, walk the walk, as they say. That's the way it is. You know, can't have it one way. So the Kings and Blazers tomorrow, and then the Kings in Utah, and according to Marvin's agent, if you're just joining me here on Listen App, he's not part of the opening night rotation. Again, they didn't say he's not starting. They said he's not basically playing. That's the difference there. Big difference. Big difference indeed. And again, that was a report that John read, and then I Googled uh, Jeff Swartz, the agent for Marvin, uh, talking about that. And I think he's – I think the, uh, the – the, I believe it was Adrian Wojnarowski. 17 minutes ago, and he works for Excel Sports, Jeff Schwartz. And this is going to be a heck of a story. I'm trying to get a confirmation on this other than what I'm reading. It's kind of a little bit more difficult to do when I'm doing a live show. But Jeff Schwartz is an extremely reputable agent, okay? This isn't like... This is not, yeah, and it is, I'm looking at the blue check mark and Adrian Wojnarowski. So, yep, uh, less than 20 minutes ago. If you're just joining me, let me read this to you, okay? This is Jeff Schwartz, who represents Marvin Bagley. Sacramento has informed Marvin Bagley 
He is not in the opening night rotation, which is completely baffling. It's clear they have no plans for him in the future, and yet passed on potential deals at last year's deadline and this summer based on, in quotation marks, value. Instead, they choose to bring or they chose to bring him back, but not play him. I a move completely contradictory to their value argument. This is a case study in mismanagement by the Kings organization. We've heard that before. The Kings of mismanagement. It's almost like the Sacramento Kings mismanagement franchise, right? Sacramento Kings of mismanagement. How often have you heard that? Right? How often have you heard that? So as they say, stay tuned. Because this is going to be a very interesting developing story. And I think the Kings are going to win tomorrow night. Uh, I think Portland's going to take a while to get going. New coach. Uh, And again, I don't go too much based on the preseason, but they were awful. And, you know, there's been a lot of rumors about Damian Lillard. And I like the roster of Portland. I just don't think they're going to be fully in sync yet. As goes Damian Lillard, goes the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I would not be surprised at all if Sacramento goes up there uh, and wins tomorrow. Would not be surprised at all. Now, I know Lillard was quoted the other day in the Portland newspaper, I think I read. He feels they're actually going to be a lot better this year. I don't expect him to come out and say they're going to be worse. But Damian Lillard said he thinks the Blazers are moving in the right direction. And he said that he thinks they're going to be very competitive this year. He thinks they're going to be very good. We're going to find out, not necessarily tomorrow, but we'll know in the first 20, 25 games. That's another thing. You know, it takes about 20 or 25 games to get a real good read on a team in the NBA. You know, I I like to go in five-game increments. You know, we talk about that with Sacramento, you know, five-game increments. And, you know, you, you have to be careful. You have to look at the schedule. I mean, when you look at the Kings' schedule to open up the season, I mean, it's hard, right? You open up, you know, against Portland, right? And then you come home and take the you, – you play the Utah Jazz. Then it's Golden State at home. Then you hit the road in the Valley of the Sun against Phoenix, who's got a brutal start to the schedule. So if you look at the first five games at Portland, home Utah – Home Golden State at Phoenix at New Orleans. New Orleans without Zion, to me, is a very winnable game. Then on Halloween night, you play Dallas on the road, and then you play at Utah. So, you know, Kings beat Dallas three times last year. Probably not going to win at Utah. Got to win those home games. Got to win those home games. But all of a sudden, you you play New Orleans on the 29th, and it doesn't look like Zion's going to be on the floor. Uh, for that game. So here's what we're going to do. I am flying tomorrow. I will not have a show tomorrow. We'll be on Thursday at 3 o'clock Pacific. We'll talk about the Kings Blazers game and any other developments with Marvin Bagley. So that's going to be a good show for you on Thursday, and it'll go longer on that. I'm really hoping we can get a lot of calls based on the game and everything else. Again, no show tomorrow as I'm going to be in the air during this time. So you make it a great rest of the day. Thanks so much for joining me here on Listen App. And Grant Napier saying so long, everybody.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.